so welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast and reviews about the Matrix, oh geez, Revolutions, Resurrections, like whatever it's called, it doesn't really matter. And this one is directed by Alana Wachowski, writers are David Mitchell and Alexander Himmen. They were also part of that Wachowski Netflix show called Sense8, which got canceled at some point, but... (laughs) This stars Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Yaya Dumontine. And the synopsis is a return to a world of two realities. One everyday life and the other what lies behind it. To find out if his reality is a construct to truly know himself, Mr. Anderson will have to choose to follow the White Rabbit once more. And the movie starts off with Mr. Anderson, Neo, just living a daily life. He works for a software company, basically created a game that mimics the Matrix. During that time at his job, he starts having hallucinations. He has a psychiatrist that he sees. But eventually, a real-life person that is free from the Matrix contacts him, and he starts freaking out and trying to figure out if this is real or not. But Big Mike put that work in, even though he was incarcerated for most of the year, the streets have named him Trapper of the Year for 2021. (laughs) 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 But Big Mike, how do you feel about the Matrix Resurrections? Just leave the resurrection to Jesus. Like, this should have never, ever occurred. I don't know who in the hell thought this was a good idea. I do know, Mike. It's your arch nemesis called Warner Brothers. I was going to say, it's Warner <laughs> Brothers. And again, I don't know who they have sitting in their offices, but they need to be fired immediately. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't even, I don't even want to call this a movie. It's two and a half hours that I could never get back. <laughs> I was really hyped about trying to watch this. And I made the mistake of, before I watched it, search for something. And it showed up and there was like reviews for it. And it was like, some disappointing bylaws, but go ahead. You warned me, and I still watch it now. I feel stupid because I don't even think I can find one thing positive to say about it. And I would I'm say maybe the first 15, 20 minutes is okay. I, don't, I can't. I can't even say it's okay because the first 15, 20 minutes to me was just the one Wachowski sister reminding the world of what they did with the first one. It's like, hey, remember Neo said this, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, we gave y'all bullet time. Look at the action sequences we did. We made the Matrix. Like, There's even a Warner Brothers joke in that. So they oh they told goodness. us to make a scene. Yeah, this movie just... The writing is terrible. The directing is terrible. The acting is terrible. At yeah. one point, I'm looking at Keanu. Dude, you could have just held out until you shot John Wick 3 or 4 and just kept the movie. <laughs> what is the purpose of this? Like, there's no need for him to have come back to this. <laughs> no, not at all. Lawrence Fishburne should be happy he's not a part of this. Yeah. This he should be at home smiling that his name is not attached to this piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, Adul Mateen did not really do a good job. And he's generally no. a good actor, but I assume some of it has to do with the Wachowskis or Wachowski. Go ahead, Mike. Halfway through the movie, I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Neil Patrick Harris is not good. Yeah. I've seen people talk about the dude that played Asia Smith, and I'm like, no, he's not good either. I didn't quite understand that whole arc. Jessica Henwick, she's okay, but like I feel like she should have went ahead and done Shang-Chi and kept it moving. 
this movie just should never have been made. Yeah. No one was clamoring for a new Matrix movie. I for sure wasn't one. Like I said, I, I love the first one. The first one to me to this day is still amazing. The next two after that, you know, I can do without. But yeah, those um, those other two movies don't exist. Yeah, but like this one, I never heard anyone ever say, you know, we really need another Matrix movie. And we need Jada Pickett in some old person makeup. Yeah. Doing horrible acting with Thelma Hopkins. No. It's like we're growing strawberries. You know how we talk about Disney Plus? These things work as shows instead of movies. This wouldn't even work as a show. Agreed. This wouldn't work as a short film. This wouldn't even work as a silent movie. Damn. The concept makes absolutely no sense. So, in other words, I dodged a super bullet because I didn't have any interest in this movie at all. Yes, you did. So, let me just talk about how I felt. And again, the first 20 minutes, I was like, this is kind of like Free Guy. It's a little bit kind of like it. And the first scene of the movie is basically a play off the first scene of the first Matrix. And then it's like, well, this is different. Why, why is that different? I'm like, oh, all right. Well, let's see where this goes. And then it does nothing with that. Core level, I want to compare two movies. And two movies that also had a... Bad sequel or bad rehash, reboot, whatever you want to call it. But the idea of the Matrix and also the idea of the Terminator, two great ideas. The more recent adaptations of those show why you should not make reboots, reimaginings, reawakenings, regurgitations, because this movie does nothing with the concept of the Matrix other than, hey, you remember this, you remember that, you remember like all these scenes that we're just rehashing the first Matrix in a very bad way, and it's kind of like a fan fiction movie. Pretty sure that a fan fiction movie could be better than this movie. Even with not-so-good action scenes, the action in this, which is core to the Matrix, the CG the wire work, things like that. All that is really what made that movie. I assume The Matrix is this movie of the time. Because of that, maybe it's looked back on more fondly, but looking at this from a 2021 lens, why did you do this? From a movie company perspective, waste money on this garbage. And this was supposed to be, again, if it wasn't for HBO Max, coming out in the theater. And as I said, to warn you guys, if I was in the theater watching this movie, I would have walked out and said, I just walked out of my house and then like with my car. <laughs> because this movie is just not good from a idea perspective. Third Matrix movie finished this saga of Neo. Why was this even important to come back to? Because he even breaks his own rules from that movie. And then it's like, well, the other computers that run the Matrix, decided to do something else, and then put people back into the Matrix again as they were freed? Huh? Like, I don't even understand that. How's that even possible when they all agreed that this is what needed to happen? Neo sacrificed himself. <laughs> yep. Supposed to be dead. Yeah. But somehow he's still alive. It's just a series of bad ideas. This year, two of the worst movies that I saw are from the same movie company, Warner Brothers. The same aspect of that they were also on HBO Max. So one is Mortal Kombat, which, again, great idea. Mm. 
You screwed it up. How did you screw up Mortal Kombat? And then this Matrix movie is also like the worst movie that I've seen this year. So it's like. It's like, like this is absolutely the worst movie I've seen. If there's a movie that deserves zero, it is this movie. Because it does nothing with the premise of the Matrix. The Matrix is an interesting idea. This movie was transcendent. So hold on, hold on, stop. <laughs> is this movie <laughs> is this movie as bad as Mother? Keith? It's probably worse. But you said the Matrix was worse. Matrix than Resurrections. What she did in the beginning of the film, there's a moment in the beginning of the film where the one dude gives the reason. He says why the Matrix Resurrections came about. Because Warner Brothers basically said, We're gonna reboot this thing with or without you. So you're either on board or we'll do it without you and just do whatever you want. She kind of did her own thing. Try to do some kind of philosophical thing to it. The philosophy behind what she was doing, that of, I don't even think it was choice. I think it was something about, um, let me stop. The fact that I can't sum up argument they were making was, speaks volumes for the actual product. <laughs> so I'm not even going to go into that. They, they were trying to say something high end. Oh my God. Oh. It ended up becoming this, I don't even know what message they were trying to convey. It does not make sense. Like I said, maybe like the first 15, 20 minutes, it's like, okay, I, I can kind of see maybe this turn out to be good somehow really? somehow saw the train wreck happen when they started redoing it and they did a kind of a half-assed recreation of what was going on they started talking about it we're in a modal wait 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 why are they introducing us to new terms new terminologies and stuff just stick with the same matrix thing technology and all that stuff advancement stopped in the mid-1990s for yeah. the matrix yeah so they just stuck with what was going on the whole premise behind the whole thing of Thomas Anderson, Neo, being stuck in a loop. The Matrix feeding off of his energy or whatever. It didn't make... And he died at the end of the third movie. <laughs> he died at the end of the third movie. The movie was done. The series was done. If they wanted to do a reboot of The Matrix, a soft reboot or whatever they wanted to do, or even rebrand it, all they had to do, all the pieces were there. So they could have done several things, actually. They could have had the Matrix take place in a different time period, different city, different Matrix, mm -hmm. different characters, introduce a new one, the one. And they could have brought in another female and made the one a girl. They could have introduced a whole thing where you manifest that gender isn't defined by biology, by having physical person be a guy, but his, his or her, what, what do they call it? Their digital self? Yeah. be female it could, they could have introduced that thousands of things they could have done to go with the angle with i don't call it sjw thinking on in front of it. they could have done any one of those things instead they brought back keanu reeves they brought in carrie Moss. they hired discount morpheus that's what i called yeah yeah, yeah discount morpheus yeah. Yo, dude you know morpheus wore black yeah this dude wore every color under the rainbow and then some hold I mean, on hold on but out. his tone so I know people watch that Wu-Tang TV show and people keep complaining about the dude that plays RZA and his cadence because RZA really doesn't talk like that. <laughs> but that's how I found that annoying. He was just trying to do the Morpheus voice. And then he kept trying to throw up one-liners. He said, I'm not Morpheus, but I'm just me and I'm cool. It's like, what the hell? Where did you get this dude from? The dollar store? <laughs> He oh came off God, as just bro. being cheap and lame. I'm just like, okay, no wonder they didn't ask Lawrence Fishman to come back for this. Actually, I don't even know what they could have done with that. Brought a discount and and they basically turned Morpheus into Zordon. 
Yeah. 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 It's exactly what it is. He's a similar to the Power Rangers. You get the blue hair girl. She's yeah. She, like, I mean, she just has the typical woke haircut. Well, if you look at a whole bunch of movies, you'll see that haircut. All the work movies. But go ahead. She was doing her thing, and she's a rebel. She's going out to stop to take care of business. She knows what's best. She understands what's happening. She gets the stakes. And she's just going to do what she's got to do, do what she want to do to make it happen. When Morpheus did it, he had like following. It was, he a, believed. It was cult-like. He believed. He was a, yeah, it was like a cult he was part of. The one, we have to find them no matter what. This is my religion. The first Matrix film, you had three major questions. What is the Matrix? Yeah. When you got into the movie, that question was answered in the first 30 minutes. Then the next question is, what is the one? And what is this thing he's talking about? And if this is a digital world that the one apparently can do anything in, what does that mean for the whole thing, for that whole movement? Third question was, is the one really Keanu Reeves or is it Morpheus? Because Morpheus was more important than Neo's character in the beginning. Because without Morpheus, Neo would have been dead. At the end of the movie, being that he needed Trinity, he needed Morpheus, he needed the crew of the ship, he needed Zion, he needed everything to fulfill his destiny. He needed everyone on that ship, everyone in that crew to help, even a guy betraying him. He needed all that to become what he was. This is like, oh, I just need my girlfriend. Yeah, it's and, all about love. His yeah. love for Trinity, even though they're both Dead. living different lives. The last five minutes, that was just cringy and just painful to watch. I was like, why? I was like, oh, my God, this is just terrible. Just so this Trinity is... can also be basically the one. Yeah, so it's just not something. Mm-hmm. And then Jada Pinkett had that one line about you would not take away her agency by speaking for her. I'm just like, I'm done. <laughs> I just signed out. I, I tuned out at that point. I couldn't deal with it anymore. Plot was just so all over the place. But at the very least, they could have given us good action scenes. Yeah, I mean, the action was terrible. As I said before, The Matrix, what people gravitated to was the story and the action. Mm -hmm. It balanced out both of those two things well. It was a technical marvel at the time. It still is a technical marvel. You followed it up with garbage fight scene. They were making this whole joke about bullet time, bullet time, bullet time. He's giving them something new like bullet time. No, we're going to do more bullet times. You're like, wait, what is going on? This looked like a quick cash grab. I should have known something was up when they announced the movie and the movie was filming. And then they were like, we're done filming. But it was really nothing to do. This is a definite misfire. And as I said, Mortal Kombat and also The Matrix from the same studio, Big Mike's Arch Nemesis, Warner Brothers. Somebody, I guess at Discovery, needs to rein these fools in. They need to step in big time because I think this Batman movie has like, you know, you get that bubble guts feeling. Like in the <laughs> beginning, that's what I'm feeling with the next crop of stuff coming off from Warner Brothers. It's like self-sabotage. I think they're just trying to prove that they can do whatever they want. And the do. sad part about it is that movie called Sing beat The Matrix this weekend. Obviously, it was on HBO Max, but Spider-Man still ringing in boatloads of cash. And these fools thought they can go up against Spider-Man. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? What, what was thinking? Like, <sighs> I mean, this movie should have just been released during the summertime. People would have forgotten about it. It's not this big thing we had to hold on to and then put it out in the theaters and make people believe somehow, some way, this movie's actually good. Well, no, the review embargo was the first hint. They try to keep it as close to the release as they possibly could. But this movie had to have tested terribly. Yeah. The testing group for this movie must have been terrible for it. Plus, it's almost and a $200 million movie. I feel bad. It's not Keanu Reeves' fault. It's not Carrie Ann Moss's fault. 
because Keanu was fighting. He was he looked good when, in doing those, those kung fu sequences. Carrie Ann Moss was, was looking good. I can't blame the actors, the talent that's on screen for any of this stuff. This is all behind the scenes garbage script. There's a story that didn't need to directing. be told. There's nothing else to tell with the Matrix. There's nothing else to tell. So much so, you have to try to tie into the video game that no one remembers in order to try to get something out of it. I'm done. Let's go to scores. Big Mike. <laughs> I'm so glad. There's, there's nothing it. like this. Really you, know, you, you, you couldn't sit through this. You, you can't sit through this. The only thing to say, there was only one good movie in the Matrix quadrilogy, and that was the first one. There's no this point. Movie, the only thing this movie did was solidify the fact that someone other than the Wachowskis was responsible for the Matrix. I don't think those dudes had yeah. much to do with the Matrix. I'm taking away all their genius creds or whatever. Like Either that one or this Wachowski didn't have anything to contribute to hey, the movies. I'm just going to say this. After I watched that movie, I was like, hold on, what's the Matrix actually good? <laughs> I had to think about it from that aspect because I know you've seen some of the other stuff that the Wachowskis put out, Keith. But this, it's bankrupt in all kinds of imagination. That's what it is. There was no imagination in this. Kind of like, I'm going to put some trash out before they try to put some trash out. All right. But anyway, let's go to scores. So, Big Mike, what score would you give? Zero. Okay. (laughs) 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 Jesus. There was no thought. Just, damn. No, I already established that when I was watching it. (laughs) About halfway through. It was a zero. And I don't think I've ever given the movie zero. But like, yeah. I'll watch before I watch this again. Oh my god! See, no, no, wait, Avatar: seen. The Last Airbender. Yeah, Last Airbender. No, no he's talking about Avatar. The, the... I'm talking about James Cameron's piece of shit, the one that I absolutely despise. I would rather watch that again than watch this piece of shit. Never make another Matrix movie ever again. Not another video game. Not another TV show. I'd rather see Jada on the red table talk than to see her on screen again. Just forget it. That old. Let it go. Makeup. All right, Keith, make sense. what score would you give The Matrix Resurrections? I'm trying to see if I like anything about it, because you know I don't give out zeros. There has to be something about the movie I would like, but no, it had shit action, shit effects, and yeah, it was kind of trash. I was going to give this thing a zero. Like, Now, let me back up. I'm going to give this a two, only mm, because mm. Keanu Reeves looked good, and he did no. his best. Keanu no, did his best. No. Come on, Keith, you were right there with it. I give it a two only because Keanu did his best. That's Keanu would give it a zero. Come on, man. I mean, he, he did a Kamehameha. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was going on with that whole mess? All he did was force pushes. All right. So I'm going to give this also a zero. And as I said to you guys before. No way. I mean, particularly with the second and third movie not being good and then not being looked back on fondly. Those are two trash movies. So how do you follow up two trash movies with another trash movie 20 years later for no apparent reason? It doesn't make sense. The movie's dumb. <laughs> it did do one thing and it made Matrix Revolutions watchable. Yeah. I, I can watch the full trilogy yeah. now without wincing because I was, at least it's not that shit. I would say it also makes some of the Star Wars movies look good. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey. Yeah, it actually does make the Kylo Ren fight scenes in The Last Jedi. I would say it was better than the fight scenes in uh, this Matrix movie. I don't know. You know who what? They Y'all saying it is so bad. Now I want to see it. I refuse. Be caution, bro. And it's going to take you a minute because they basically spend 30 minutes recapping. The previous films. 
And yeah. this movie really only needs to be like 30 minutes. Yeah, y'all said something this could be a fan film. It only yeah, really it needs to be 30 be minutes because what it tries to do, like he said, it's been a whole bunch of time telling you, hey, you remember this from the first movie? You remember this scene? You remember like this line? You remember Red Bill, Blue Bill? Not yeah, even really that. It's not even exposition. It's just reminding you that something happened. Y'all must have forgot. You know what this is like? You know what this is like? It's like doing a book report where you basically copy out paragraphs of the book and add your own little bits of exposition in it. Poor homework. This shit should have got an F for complete failure. Never watching not a Wachowski brother like yeah, movie they, again. They I, are on my band list. Right I'm now. trying to think. What other movies have they done? Well, uh, yeah, they, Cloud Atlas, Bound. So they um, had Jupiter Ascending. They had the um, Matrix, Bound. They had Speed Racer, Cloud yeah, Atlas, Speed Jupiter Speed, Ascending. Speed Racer, and what else? What was that? The Jupiter Ascending, Cloud Atlas. Ah, uh, and, and it's not that terrible. Long as heck. It's almost three hours. And, and they got Jupiter Ascending when oh is that the one with Channing Tatum as a dog? He basically bees. got wolf DNA, but yeah, it's like about bees. <laughs> with Mila Kunis, yes, about, about bees. They don't have a really good track record. And as Big Mike says, call the Beast Gang. We'll throw that Batman movie straight on HBO Max. We'll put it on Hulu first of all. <laughs> you shouldn't be holding on to that one. Scrap that. Scrap every other movie other than Flashpoint. And maybe Aquaman too, and Shazam too. Of all the franchises out there, The Matrix is one where you can just do anything with because it's basically a virtual world. Yeah. You can come in there with an all-female cast. You can have an all-male cast. You want an action movie with an all-powerful female lead and stuff? Have a new iteration of the Matrix. It took place 50 years later. A new one has come out. There's a new Neo. Dye hair blue or pink, and I would be the center of it. And there you go, you could take off of that. There was no reason to rehash the original movie. They weren't even trying to recapture. I mean, it's just a retelling of the first movie, just with some different points changed and some different additional characters and old Jada Pink going on and doing. Hold on, whoa, 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 back up. You said old Jada Pinkett. Yes, she like the Oracle in this one. Well, she's the. One person that remembers Neo from his time period, but again, because enough time that has transpired in between the Matrix original three movies and this movie, that at the point that she is now, she is an older, elderly woman. It take place twenty years later. I'm guessing it's taking place much, much, much longer than that. Well, it's twenty years later, but you wait twenty years to release a trash movie. How is that even possible? With the advancements in technology and some of the movies that we have gotten, particularly in the 2010s. I mean, you look at something like Endgame compared to this movie. These are just like technically great movies. But this one, they must have just talked to Disney. It was like, how can we screw up movies like you do? It's like, oh, that Star Wars movie? People hate that. Now we've made people hate The Matrix. So you turn something that is popular, that aside from the second and third movies, it's well-remembered. And I would also argue that Matrix is up there with the Star Wars, as far as important. As I said earlier, Terminator, like those types of movies, like those are movies that people look back on fondly. And then because of corporate decision-making, the glut of we have to put stuff out 
for streaming, so we just need to keep continually making movies, that you destroy what the movie meant originally. I mean, if it wasn't for The Mandalorian, and I guess The Book of Boba Fett, Star Wars wouldn't even really the later iterations of Star Wars. I mean, it would have completely destroyed the franchise. Mm-hmm. This movie, one out of four movies are good. What does that tell you? <laughs> one out of four movies. Like, how is that even possible? You should at least be able to, to do that twice. And you're trying to recapture the lightning in a bottle. Oh, all right. That's enough about the Matrix. I mean, movie's trash. Don't ever watch it. Beast Game Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll never recommend this movie. It's complete garbage. But yeah, I will never watch it again. I tried to I warn watch you. It. You know, I'm going to be honest. I got hyped because of that last trailer. But I'd always had a low expectation for it. And it fell below those expectations. It fell below it. I thought it was going to be trash. I mean, I thought it was going to be bad. I didn't look at any spoilers for it. I saw the other trailers for it. And I'm like, I saw that trailer, the official trailer. I was like, oh, snap, this might be pretty good. And if it actually can deliver on the action. I mean, and, again, you know, it, it doesn't take much to be better than the second and third movie. No, it, it failed in that. Like, it was worse. It was worse. Worse than the third movie. That's, that like, third movie, you, I don't even remember anything that happened in that other than Neo dying. <laughs> and they're supposed to be war for Zion. Like, okay. I had a great action scene. Final fight between him and Smith was cool. I can't defend that movie. It was way too preachy, way too much talking, but it had some general moments of like... And like, at least the second movie had one good action scene. It was that one where they went to go meet the Merovingian. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was like, hey, well, maybe this movie might be good. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the second half is the decline of that movie. Like, when it's all about the Matrix, it makes sense. When it's about the Matrix in the real world, it doesn't make sense. How do you fuck up your own shit? And uh, yeah, this is why I kind of can't stand hipsters. Those creative types who think they're way too smart for their audience and shit. This is like a form of self-sabotage. It clearly was. No way you would do this in a bubble. If it was something like a labor of love. This is why I always give George Lucas a pass on some of this shit. I gave him a pass for the prequels. Even though the first um, episode one, I gave it a pass because the dude spent honest to goodness time, blood, sweat, and tears to make the movie as good as he possibly could. And even though he failed in a lot of areas, he fucking tried. He gave a shit. And nobody can tell me he didn't give a shit about his property. This motherfucker, this dude, he didn't give a shit. They just threw some shit out there, rehashed some other bullshit. Who the fuck does flashbacks within their own movie? doing a 30-minute recap talking about why you're doing a 30-minute recap and the the effect of the other movie. And with inside jokes about <sighs> Warner Brothers asked us to do this. Yeah, Warner Brothers, they told us, they told us if we didn't do this, they were going to do it anyway. Ha, ha, ha. This is funny. Get the fuck out of here. Yo. Fuck you clowns. Fucking like the Matrix. It had potential. You could do whatever you wanted to do in that whole thing. Like they proved that with that whole their animated Matrix shorts that they did. Could put that shit anywhere. Could do anything they want with it. I think they ripped off that lady too. So yeah, because he says that she's responsible for Terminator and the Matrix. <laughs>